It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into the CSO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm just already laughing at that. Quinning to win it? Quinning to win it. Baby. <laughs> Sorry, my mic's not on. Quinn it to win it. You got to be Quinn it to win it. Why can't we dare, dare to dream? Literally everyone I've talked to today from Adam Hogue to Gary Ross to, we haven't talked about this yet, Kevin. I just Maybe Quinnen Williams wants to be a bear. Hogue. Q school, baby. I just love that you've talked to Gary Ross today. I, I talk to Gary Ross every day. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Literally every day. I think we should start inviting Gary to our morning meetings. He says it just seems silly to even discuss because he thinks the Jets are going to want multiple firsts and they're going to franchise tag him. I was, every, ki- I was kidding, but now I actually – I Gary should be in our morning meetings to shoot yeah. down ideas like this. I agree. No, he should not because Quinnen Williams doesn't have a contract because it's May the whatever it is. He does have a contract. He's under contract for this year. He doesn't have his new contract. Why does everybody have to live in reality? To it's it's it's, <laughs> it's just not it's not fun to live in reality. Look, the guy the guy has not gotten his contract extension. The Jets don't want to pay him the twenty five to thirty million that he wants. Right? The can bear. We, wait, wait, time out. <laughs> can that just be Mark? Mark Carmen's slogan in life. It's not fun to live in reality. Mark yeah, that's Carmen. good. I like that's that. That's pretty good. We should make a graphic or something. Okay. Uh, real quick, let's say, let's just say okay, hello. Go ahead. Let's yeah. say hello. Go Hi, ahead. I'm Adam. Um, I have a Mark Carmen problem. Uh, Mark Carmen's next to me. Kevin Kadex here sitting in with us today. Hi, so Kevin. for once, he actually went straight into Bears talk, and you preempted it. Well, I just so want, well, I want to introduce here? you. I appreciate it. Because you're not usually sitting here with us. That's and true. We're I all do happy appreciate to have you that. Here. So Kevin Hanuck is here with us today. And uh, yeah, so Carm saw the uh, big news yesterday, which is a just a classic May 15th, now 16th story of a player changing something in his social media profile. And yeah. all 31 other teams having a show like this where I literally did a search today on Quinton Williams trades. trades. There's like 7,000 YouTube videos already. One yeah. from the Vikings, one from the Lions, yeah. one from every team. Yeah, we're too good for that. Should X team trade for Quinton Williams, who, by the way, won't be traded? <laughs> You're probably right that he will not be traded. But can we at least make an offer? <laughs> Why can't we make an offer? Did you? You're probably not going to get the, you know, when you were 22 walking into the bar at Wisconsin before you met your beautiful wife, you probably weren't going to walk out with the number one seat of that bar. But do you go and say hello? I think <laughs> you a, do. I think you do. a bad assumption. You don't know 22-year-old Adam Hogue. 
First of you all, want, you want to she confirm was what? at my house party hanging out. Okay. Okay. Forget about you. <laughs> I wasn't going to get the number one seat in any Iowa Hawkeye bar. Should I have gone? Did I go up and try my best to get Molly Harmon to fall in love with me? Yeah, I did. Over and over and over again. And she ended up marrying some very rich guy who's got a plane and made great decisions and they have a lovely family and I'm hanging out with you guys. But I tried. <laughs> I made the effort. On, on a good night, you were going home with a mid-major is what you're saying. No, I'm not going to mid-major the, the, the KP. She was, she, was a, she, was a, she was a superstar in her own right. But when I was, you know, but she, that's true. She wasn't the one, she wasn't the Hawkeye one seed. She wasn't. <laughs> you think she, do you think she's watching this right now? Oh, yeah, definitely. She could be watching. Probably unlikely, but we're still friends to this day. Please hit who's, the like. Who's Fairly Dickinson in this whole scenario? <laughs> that's just what I would have done. There's actually probably a, a woman named Fairly Dickinson at Iowa City back in the day. Just how <laughs> At least someone who had that nickname. I, I'm uncomfortable now, but let let's just say that Iowa City was a great time. Do you make an offer for Quinn and Williams? Make okay. an offer. Okay, so Jets. what's your offer? What's your offer? My offer is one of our number one picks nope. uh, next year. One of them. Okay. And uh, probably our own. And um, I'm betting against. I'm betting on us over okay. Carolina. Uh, hi, I, this is Joe Douglas. You can go f yourself. I just I just started. You what I would think that they I would think that they would want both of our number ones. Yeah, I want the Panthers one. Sorry. Okay. Bye. That's no problem. No problem. You can have you can have the Carolina pick. Wow, you're a terrible negotiator. Also <laughs> bye. <laughs> I'm giving him one number one uh next year and uh and 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 a third and a fifth then the following year. Plus uh you can have Chase Claypool. You done? You in? <laughs> but the, the Jets are in a position like right now where they're trying to win now. You the Bears Cl- are trying to win Claypool. two or three years down the road. Like, in what world does this make sense? You, you sounded like one of those callers that used to call in the Chris Ranji's White Sox postgame shows. <laughs> uh, you can have Gordon Beckham. Uh, I just gave you one of our number ones. Nobody wants to give that up. Do you want to give up a number one next year? Would you give up a number one for Quinn Williams? No. Right. So I just went so further. why do you want to? Because... He fulfills a position of enormous need. They just drafted need. two tackles. Oh come on! So you want to pay? It, you want to? You want to bring in another tackle? Pay that guy over twenty-five million dollars and give up first round pick, dude. Hoagie, as, as Christian Shanafelt just fired me. Thank you, Dave Mann. This team is not a defensive tackle away yeah. from contending. Just I'm like, not saying they are. I'm just saying like you need the position. They weren't Khalil Mack away from winning the Super Bowl when they traded everything for him. You just invested three picks on a defensive tackle. You're going to need, need to pay an edge rusher at some point. Yeah. You're going you're mm-hmm. to give 25 to $30 million plus draft capital to get Quentin Williams for a team, again, that is not it is, a DT away from, from contending right now. Well, let me ask it doesn't make sense. Let me, it, it, let me ask you something. Is Quinnen Williams top three elite defensive tackle in his prime? Sure. And he's young. Right. Yeah. Right. Does a, having a player like that transform your defense? Um, it helps a lot. Yes. It has a huge impact, right? Yeah. Yep. Just like Khalil Mack was the missing piece on the defense for the Bears in 2018. And how many playoff games did they win? 
But they, but this is why I'm being serious right now. This is the because this is your you, problem. You're making the Ryan Pace mistake, right? Because you're assuming. And by the way, before I say this out loud, I believe in Justin Fields, but you're assuming that you have the quarterback. And the reality is, back to reality world, we do not know that for sure. What everybody wrote. and if you trade for Quinn and Williams and you're wrong about the quarterback, you just went down the same. Yeah. hole they did last time you cannot make that move until you know you have your offense you know you have your quarterback and then you can say we're this player away on defense from being able to win the super bowl okay it just doesn't there's no logic what, what to about it right like now. what ryan poles has done in these first what year and a half yeah tells you that he's going to make this move i don't i don't think that the bears are going i don't first of all i don't think the jets are, are not to impale the conversation right. but i don't think the jets are trading him and i don't think the bears would do it however i would like to live as i started the show in the hypothetical world of what would you be willing to give up if the jets were willing to do it we let's just let's just do the exercise to do the exercise this is what this is what gms do all all day long what, I'm just not comfortable giving up anything at this point in the Bears. So okay, process. Too okay, soon. it's too soon. So right. what's so what's your offer? <laughs> Literally, would you give up a second round pick? Sure. Here's okay. my here's I, my real offer. Fine. Yeah, I'll be Ryan Poles now. Yeah, calling Joe Douglas. Yeah, you can be Joe Douglas. Go ahead. Hi. Let's, yeah, you have a Quinn and Williams problem. You got to figure out with your cap. You have this big quarterback now. Yeah. And, uh, so, how does a third rounder sound for Carl Lawson? <laughs> I'm being serious. Yeah. You need an edge. Ru- you need an edge rusher. Now that's a realistic trade that actually could fit what they need right now. Okay. And by the way, I have no idea on the compensation there off the top of my head. I just threw out third. Lawson sounds about right. But he was coming off an injury, came back. He played all 17 games last year. I think he had over seven sacks, if not more. Oh, hey, I looked this up earlier. It's right in front of my face. Uh, seven sacks last year. Again, pl- was able to play in all 17 games after blowing out his Achilles in 2021. So you're 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 wa- you're you're letting them pay Quinn and Williams easier, basically. Is how I'm not denying they have a Quinn and Williams problem. They there does need to be some type of movement to right. make this contract happen. Right. Training for Carl Lawson a makes more sense, and for what the, where the Bears are now, and the compensation you'd have to give up, whatever that ends up being, and also is more realistic in the end goal for the Jets, which is I don't think they let Quinn and Williams walk out that building. Okay. By the way, this exercise just got us to a great potential option for the Bears, even though Carl Lawson, according to Gary in the chat, who just said it was a great idea, but then followed up with Lawson was rumored to be cut. So maybe you wait for that to happen. Well, they might, they might have to do that eventually. Right. So, so it might not even be a third that you have to go. I don't know right now. Henceforth, we just got to a potential solid resolution for the Bears that excites me. Get Carl Lawson in here. Let's go. But <laughs> he's point <fine>. Carm. <laughs> and you said you would give up. You'd give up a sec. What would you give up? Just answer the question. <laughs> what would you give up? <laughs> Well, it was a good exercise, and we got somewhere. It is, no, it is a good exercise. And what what would you give up, Hogue? And Don't say Hogue like that. Yeah, I am going to say it like that because this is not. It's like everyone's acting like we're in like some court that we can't have like a, a conversation that might not happen. Most of the stuff's not going to happen. Who cares? My question is, what would you give up to get Quinn and Williams if they were to trade him? That's the simple. I'm not. And to Doug Van Dorn, this is Colin's biggest take. I'm just doing an exercise. What would you give up for him? 
What would be worth for you? What would I give up? For? And if you want to say that giving up a first round pick is a clown take, I, I okay, maybe, maybe. I, but, but by the way, you are not you. The, the Panthers are not going to be the bottom three team in the league. And the and hopefully the Bears are going. Everyone thinks the Bears are going to win somewhere between seven and ten games. You are not pairing the the Bears pick and the Panthers pick to get the number one pick and get Caleb Williams if Justin Fields sucks. You, those two are you. You are not going to have enough to move up for what will be a generational Peyton Manning level quarterback. You're not. So whoever has that spot is not going to trade. Is him, not trading. Probably. Is not. So so let's not act well, like like Drake one of those. May is more realistic. Yeah. Yeah, right. You're you're not getting that dude, yeah. even if so. If you hold on to it, I'm talking about. So, what would you give up? No first round picks. Okay. After that, if, right. I'm not denying Quinnen Williams is great, but I also what I, you're willing to give up is not going to get Quinnen Williams. Right. So, but our best but also, offer it's is bad process, Carm. You yeah. just used a second round pick and basically another second round pick. The your the first pick in the third round. They'll be rotational for two for defensive tackles. You're, they'll be rotational dudes. That's not enough, man. Second round picks need to be starters if you're building a Super Bowl contender. Yep. Just like Cole Komet's a starter, just like Jalen Johnson's a starter, they at least need to be that level of player. They can't be rota- rotational defensive tackles. You th- hold on. You think that Ryan Poles thinks that both of those dudes are going to play sixty-two percent of the snaps? Yep. Some, something like that. I think yes. I think at least one of them needs to be a really good player. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. A long-term starter. One of those two better two players better get a long-term contract. Otherwise, those were failed draft picks. Agreed. Agreed. But you well, have two. De- you have two defensive tackles. I mean, we're. we're if you put if you put Quinn and Williams in the middle of that defense, you know how much easier the job gets for Dexter. You know how much easier it gets for Pickens. You know how much easier it gets for everybody. They're, they're, they are so much more likely to have the success and get the contract that you're talking about if you give them a little help around them. If you say Jervon, go out there and 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 be dominant alongside Zach Pickens or Justin Jones and and Dominique Robinson, that is a tall ask. And they know this. Yeah. Let me address what Money Man's saying. Passing up better players is bad press process. I'm not denying that Quinn and Williams is better and that can improve your defense. The good teams, good front offices see into the future. All 31 teams in the league have been aware of this Quinn and Williams situation since last season ended, probably even before that. Okay, so you do your homework on who's available, on if Quinn and Williams is a realistic option before you draft two defensive tackles. The fact that they drafted two defensive tackles is evidence enough that they know that that's not what's happening here. They wouldn't have done that if they knew Quinn and Williams was a realistic option, whether it was today or the last week of August on Labor Day or in Labor Day weekend, like when they traded for Khalil Mack. It's just not happening. Do you think that Ryan Poles has a good sense of when he is going to push his chips in the middle of the table? Great question. Now, that's a good question. I do. And when I don't it? know if it's a specific date. Right. But, like, this year's about making sure you have the quarterback, and then I think you make that push probably next off. Everything that is coming out of his mouth right now is very logic, grounded, but also upping the ante-based. 
Justin is going to be with the same offensive coordinator for the second straight year. Justin has more talent around him now. Like, polls is very clear. You should be able to make quicker decisions as you progress into your third season. I mean, he is not backing off in the least that the offense should take a major step forward this year. And if it doesn't, then... Then there's problems. Then there's a problem. I, I like the fact that Chicago has GMs right now that are being patient because the Blackhawks are in the same situation. Connor Bedard's coming to the building, and there's already a big faction of Blackhawks fans coming into the CHO Blackhawks show every day saying, all right, let's go out and get Connor Bedard as mu- you know, much help as you can. And Kyle yeah. Davidson is, is, is out there saying, look, we've got the number one pick, but this isn't changing the way we're doing things. This isn't the, changing the farm system that we're building the prospects that we're building on. This is not about winning in 2023 slash 24. It's about winning for the next decade after that. Right. And I think that, you know, obviously what that's what polls is going for, but at some point it, it is an interesting thing. When, it, when, it, when is that, but, that moment when you do, do go all in? Well, and that's why I brought up the quarterback part of it. Right. Is you have to maintain financial and draft capital flexibility basically until the point you know you're all in. Mm -hmm. And right now it's stupid to go all in unless you know you have that quarterback. And I would actually even use an example of a team that actually did win the Super Bowl as an example of, holy shit, that was risky and you're lucky it worked out. And that would be the Rams going all in on Matthew Stafford a few years ago. Because you now see the Rams... We just got two primetime games completely fell apart, and they still have a few superstars on that team like Aaron Donald, and they weren't that far away from losing that game to the Bengals, (laughs) and that would have been a complete disaster. So even in that situation, uh, you know, saying F them picks all the way to the end, that was incredibly risky. So if you're the Bears, like, yes, there will be a point where you start saying, okay, we can part with one of these two first-round picks because we have that. I mean, that's why some people are still criticizing the the Texans for what they did in the draft. Because, yeah, okay, you had two first-round picks, so you traded one of them next year to make sure you got your quarterback and Will Anderson. But are you really that close to say you don't need that flexibility that you just lost by doing that next year? And this was the problem the Bears made. And I literally we talked about this when the trade happened for Khalil Mack, was this was double downing on Mitch Trubisky. You were all in on the dude when you made the move for Khalil Mack. Like, you couldn't be wrong. And it's not that the Khalil Mack trade necessarily didn't work out. It wasn't perfect by any means. But it's really that you didn't have the quarterback. And that's where I just... We all think Justin Fields is going to be good. We all think he's going to take that next step. But until you know for sure, until you have that, like, Jalen Hurts assurance that the Eagles just got it's too risky right now just doesn't make sense how many non-quarterbacks out there do you think are worth abandoning or speeding up a plan we're sitting here we don't think Quinn Williams is that guy is there a non-quarterback out there that would be available let's say someone out there is is not happy with their team and does something similar with what Quinn Williams is doing right now is there any non-quarterback you would you would say right now with a that the Bears would say you could trade one of those next picks something like 
Another another very good question. So basically, any player out there right now that you'd be willing to part like literally with, literally anyone that right. you that you would give up draft capital, major draft capital for to help you right now. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, not oh, quarterback. Well, and for yeah. the record, Kevin. For the record, they did that for Chase Claypool. They gave up a second round draft pick for a wide receiver because they did not believe in the wide receiver market. That's what they did. Yeah. And. We've talked about it. I don't want to kick it into the dirt a zillion times, but it, like, would Ryan Poles do that again? A couple if people he, in the chat saying Justin Jefferson. That's a good one. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. And you're, I mean, come on. Quinton Williams is on that level. He is. He's just, but you guys want to focus on offense, and that's fine. Uh, I get it. Because you have to figure that part out first. But okay, but so you should know that as a Bears fan. How many freaking decades have we yeah. been through? Yeah, but but okay, so of, ma- well, great defense. Figure that part out. But now what? I think where we're differing just a little bit on that, and I and I I, I agree with ninety eight percent of your philosophy. However, I would also just say that, I mean, I think that they know Michael Parsons is a good. Yeah, uh, that's okay. I think that they. I think, I think you, you know. Be I think you know. Back all over again. Right. <laughs> I mean, really. If you're yeah, going to say no, Michael Parsons, Quinn yeah. Williams is saying is that. Uh, I'm going to touch the stove again, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you told me the stove is on. I'm going to touch it anyway. Look, that's what my two year old does. <laughs> I, I would make a very large bet that Justin Fields is going to get a second contract with the Bears and he is going to be their quarterback. I, don't, I would not make a bet, a very large bet, saying that, like, I know that he's going to be a multiple pro bowl top of the food chain QB. But I, but I would bet, I would bet on his floor at being middle of the road and that he's going to be here. So it doesn't, that part of it just feels a lot less risky to me. Like, I don't think the bears are going to be looking for a quarterback after this year. uh, Neither do you. So what you're saying though is, yeah, but that's, that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do because we also sit here and we criticize the giants for doing exactly what you just said with Daniel Jones. Which is like, well, the floor is there, so let's pay him. Well, that forty million dollars a right, year. Right, right, right. So that's that's the part that would suck. That if he's in the middle, it's like, are they going to give him the money that they're going to have to give him forty Daniel Jones million odd dollars? Where you really are just basically saying that I don't want to go to the bottom and I'll take this middle of the road guy. But those are those are really hard questions. That's a very tough choice because if you don't do that, then okay. I'm going to bring in my guy who I love, Gardner Minshew, or someone of that ilk, and and then draft someone and try to develop again. You do love Gardner Minshew. I do. I guy. do. That's your guy. You know why he loves Gardner Minshew? Because he interviewed him once. You know, don't, 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 don't. Was that inaccurate? Don't minimize. No, yeah. You guys had a nice conversation at the Super Bowl. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're, you, because you're, 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 yes, I fell in love with him because I had a great conversation with him and we bonded. But also, Gardner Minshew put up great numbers in Jacksonville on a horrible Jaguars team. Yeah, those were fun times. So, uh, Rafal Wilk had a good point in the comments there saying it's, it's terrible timing for the hypothetical. Maybe you make this trade before the draft. Would you have traded the ninth pick, Carm? Ooh. Good one. Uh, for Quinn and Williams. And this year's well, let's draft. think about that. Let's let's think about that one. As it as it turned out, 
you ended up trading the ninth pick for a fourth round draft pick, and you and you drafted Darnell Wright. Would you rather have that, or would you rather, or would you rather have Quinn and Williams? I would rather have Quinn and Williams. I don't think that's close. And he, so then the offensive line is still question mark. Yes. Yeah, I'll go get a right tackle. Yes, but but also, come on, that would not have been enough. Just the ninth pick. Sure. It wouldn't have it, been. That's it, I agree. It, it, Agreed. It wouldn't have been. But yes, if it was just the ninth pick, yes, I would probably do that. In a, in but it's a, also Quinn Williams plus a giant ass contract. Great, right. we have the money. Yes, until you don't, which is again my point. But you yeah. better know who your quarterback is, or you better have that money I, slotted for the quarterback you're going to have to pay, whether that's Fields or somebody else. This is a monopoly money, man. It is. It's the NFL salary cap. They get creative. They'll figure it out. You get creative <laughs> until you have to spend a whole year digging out of a giant hole. Uh, this actually jump. ended up being a good conversation. It was. Thank we, we got right. there. No okay. one's debating that part. All right. Well, they, the chat That's was what like, I think sometimes it. people don't understand oh, about Oh, the chat hates us every day. They, they, <laughs> they ignore the chat. We love all you guys in the chat, but they hate Car- the chat. Karma's kind of like a jam band, right? He, he starts out, you're not sure where it's going. Karma's fish. He's fish. It hits the crescendo, <laughs> oh, and you gosh. make your way out. <laughs> Is that what a fish? That's yes. your fish dance. Yes, fish came to the Iowa, the University of Iowa, the Union. And were you there in '92, Lawrence? No, I was not. Okay. What happened? They came. They fish came to the. They, they literally played at the Union in the yeah. like for free, and like they all played at UW's Union too. Yeah, and I was in all my in all my, you know. Those type of Iowa City friends were they were all going like Carmen, you want to go? I'm like, nah, I'm gonna stay home and watch Bulls Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> Complete idiot. They all came back, they were like, bounce around the room was sweet, man. <laughs> Speaking of the Bulls, we we were gonna send some good vibes. The we Bulls we are, we yeah. are. I almost wore my Derek Rose jersey today. Which I still own, I couldn't find it. Dude, I was in Marshall's last Would you night. have gone t shirt underneath or bare arms? Um like the peck style. I can't. I can't rock. I got the peck short shorts on today, though. I got that rolling. I didn't go we sandals. Had, we had someone commenting on the CHGO White Sox podcast. He's from Asia, and he said that us wearing shorts and letting people see the bottom of the feet is an insult to his culture. Yes. Yes. So he doesn't. He likes I've it when we're on Zoom on because he considers that more professional than. The living room set up here. Zach Best fan sided former boss. You'd like scream at me. You're, you cannot put your sh- you cannot put the bottom of your food shoes on there. It's an insult. <laughs> like the time you got so dog what shit. What am I supposed to do? There's what do you mean? What are you, you're supposed to do exactly what I'm doing right now. No, we're supposed to do remote shows, not just. I to stand am doing what you're doing, but I'm at a different angle. So my do the other one. Do the other shows. one. Flip it. Flip no, it. I have a right hip problem. I've been well, being worked well, on at the chiropractor every single day. I wonder if I could sell. Ad, we could sell ad space on the bottom of our <laughs> shoes. Uh, sure. What do you think? We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, fit boy, a nice boogie. ad right We're there. in America. <laughs> this is not, it's not about necessarily a cultural thing. It's also, we're trying to respect the audience, but it's fine. It is a little bit of a stretch for us to worry about everything. This, this show does go out on the internet to at literally any country that has YouTube. I don't know how many, like. I mean, I'm with Ipsen. Why do you hate Korea? It's messed up that you would just be just. It's <laughs> career. Do you think Kim, Kim Jong Un is uh, is watching uh, Peck and Big Dave every? Probably he's a big basketball he's, guy. He's he a diehard. He I should see be. him jiving with those guys. Shout out to Matt Peck who did not show up for softball last night. We missed you, Peck, and Sean. Bring oh. the, hold on, let's, let's 
yep. wrap a bow on the Bulls thing here. Okay. So what time is the lottery tonight? Uh, starts at 7. Starts at 7. We're going to be live. Hey, CHO Bulls will be live. We, we listen, to Peck and Big Dave and, and the GOAT. Careful the way you're... What are you doing? I'm rubbing, I am rubbing the one balloon that's crumpled. That's what she said. I am. It's got a little, little bit of left. A little bit of luck left in there. <laughs> just now, just now give it a rub. Give it a rub. Now an Come ASMR podcast. the full Wembenyana. Changes everything. We need Wembenyana. What's, uh, what's, what's the percentage chance? I don't think 1. the is needed anymore on this thing. That thing is flat. Actually, it's still sitting. It's hanging around. Sort of upright. It's hanging around. Bulls. Bulls. Make its way to the bulls. Is this where we do a Roman ad? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No. um, Actually, it's a Foco ad. Because you can get fitted out in the best sports gear around with hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It's spring and baseball season. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. We got a lot of set decorations here in Foco. Hooked us up. With a bunch, a uh, bunch of them, donating them for our set, and so we would love for you to go show them some love back. Check out foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. You can use the promo code CHGO for ten percent off. We love you, Foco, and hey, TV watchers out there, get yourself the Fubo TV, one hundred and forty plus. Live channels of sports shows, movies, news. You can stream live TV from any device. The price is right. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Sign up, start watching. You also get a seven-day free trial, so you can check it out. You can see how sweet it is. If you don't like it, of course, you don't have to go any further. You've got all sorts of opportunities on Fubo TV, including watching the Cubs on Marquee, watching the White Sox at NBC Sports Chicago. Do all of that. And also, use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, they got it all. Fubo TV. Let's go, Nuggets. Please. Please. DNVR, baby. Dude, I love Fubo. Started using it. Yeah. It's got the the thing where you can have the two... Two channels on YouTube TV doesn't have that. Yeah, multi. YouTube TV does not have marquee. YouTube. So now I'm t- able to watch the Cubs, and last night I was watching the Cubs and the the Kraken Stars game at the same time. Yeah, it was nice. You the Kraken YouTube TV is also Kraken are dead. One hundred and twelve dollars a month now. YouTube TV. YouTube TV got expensive. It's expensive. They keep raising man. the price, and you can't get marquee. Right. With Fubo, you can get marquee and NBC Sports Chicago. So if you're a Chicago sports fan. It's really your only option for streaming. I always like how you turn it on and like it kind of knows what you want to watch. Yeah. It's a little creepy, but at the same time, awesome. Because like, oh, yeah, that is what I want to watch. Thank you. It is showing me a little bit too much soccer. It has not learned that Ooh. I don't want to watch any soccer. Yeah, mine has Spe- figured that out. Speaking of that, how does the person who emailed me or the company that emailed me about my car yesterday and wanting to know if I sold it, want to sell it, knows exactly how many miles my car has? How the hell do you know that? Like, wait, you sold your car? I know. I like. You did. I've been driving around in this 
2014 Honda Accord that I'll probably drive in around for for another five years. But I'm always yeah. thinking about upgrading. And so then I was clicking through the upgrade, like, and I it asked me how many miles I have on the car, and I put like I I want like seventy thousand. It's like, and then it popped right back. It says here that you got seventy eight thousand forty two. I'm like, I probably do, mother. I, I, like, <laughs> how, <laughs> do, you how do you know? How do you know? Then why they ask? Yeah, they like, knew. <laughs> like, what 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 else do you know? Okay. Carm, you were picking your nose in your car at Thursday, last Thursday, driving down the Edens. Like, she, no, Jesus, no picks. It was a scratch. <laughs> By the way, I'm I uh, for the first time today got off at Cicero to try to bad idea. We'll never do that again. To to do the jog around so you miss part the merge with the Kennedy construction, and then I was driving. You got back on? No, I was driving twenty seven miles an hour. And one of those stupid flash things went off. Oh. The park, 25 mile. Oh. Did they really? Is that? Yeah, you're, Was that at me? Or, well, there was three other cars around me, so I don't know if it was at me or not. Where was this? But if I got one of those speeding tickets. For going from a, two over? For going two over in a 25 where it says park, and literally there's no park there. You there's might, nothing but concrete. You'll be all right. You'll be okay. I don't know. If, that's, if you really were going 27 to 25 well, Isn't there like a six buffer? Mi- it's six miles an hour. Okay, then it wasn't me. Then it must have been getting somebody. <laughs> I was going to lose my if mind. you really were doing 27 I really was. I looked at my... Th- I saw the flash and I go, oh shit, how fast am I going? I looked right at my speedometer and I said tw- and it said 27. You'll, you'll be okay. You'll be all right. And if not... Of course, I had the parking permit on my rental car that when my other car was getting fixed and the city just still ticketed me. <laughs> I'm like, now, now you're... Yeah, there's some Brandon stuff. Johnson, you're invited to come on the show, and we're and 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 Hogue yelled at me because I wrote at them yesterday on the day that he was inaugurated and the whole thing. Well, so did Kevin. So did Kevin, and no, I, did. I did. Yeah, Kevin. No, I think we all did. did. Okay, what great. happened? Great. Terrible idea. When he it wasn't emailed Kevin. the mayor's office on the day of the inauguration, okay. asking them to come on CHGO, he was just down the street getting I inaugurated. Get nuts. He could have knocked us. He could first have of all, out on the way First home. of all, I can't believe what you just said. We are more important than the inauguration. The way you just impaled this company and, <laughs> and everybody here is just disgusting. And you should apologize profusely right now. Second of all, if he doesn't respond, I'll just write him again. Brandon, quit nickel and diming the citizens of this city. It's hey, not Lawrence, your fault. Can you put, let's, can let's you put Dave that. Mann's question up there? Dave Mann says, Kevin wanting to plan for tailgate. <laughs> Any ideas, time frame? What's that? On which games we'll have tailgate meetups for? I know schedule just came out, but with kids' activities as far out in advance is ideal. Can't say for certain, but I think it's pretty. Uh, if, if it's a warm weather game, we're probably going to be out man? there, right, Lawrence? <laughs> What's that? Lawrence's reaction to Kevin asking to put the comment up. <laughs> I, I like knew it? it was coming, but I I, go, I had ugh. just put up another graphic, so I was just annoyed. Oh, sorry. That's, no, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> it no, so we'll fun. we'll definitely be out there for Green Bay. That's that's a good assumption. Uh, Denver. I mean, that's going to be a great all city tailgate. Uh, but as things start to get a little colder, then it becomes a little bit more up in the air. Here's so. the headline: We got awesome plans for the season. Yeah, we're still finalizing them because it's still May, and uh, we're gonna hook you guys up. Diehards are gonna have the discount. We're gonna have merch ready to go, and it's gonna be an outstanding season as the Bears go 17 and 0. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Yeah. Um. All right. Bears signed three draft picks yesterday. This is more just like. 
kind of knocking off some business items here, but Darnell Wright signed. Always good to have your first round pick signed so you don't have to deal with that drama. Zach Pickens also signed. Tyler Scott signed. Seven out of the ten picks now are locked up with their contracts, which is always good. Now, um, the biggest thing I want to stress here is that really this is not something to worry about. It's nice to have the contract signed with the draft picks. Every once in a while, you get that rare exception like Roquan Smith where he actually misses a couple weeks of training camp. Even in those situations, though, it, it never gets to the point where we're talking about a guy missing games anymore. So really not something to worry about. However, I did want to highlight something from our guy PFF Brad, Brad Spielberger, who's, of course, been on the show a bunch. And he's, he did point out, and this happened last year with Jaquan Brisker, who I think it went all the way up to the start of training camp before he got signed. Um, Brad said the only one of these that could be bumpy is Jervon Dexter at 53 overall, but I don't think it will. And he points out how Jaquan Brisker at number 48 overall took a while for a few reasons, but in part tied to the guarantees in the third year. The 47th pick was the last pick that got year three guarantees. So basically the structure of these contracts, we're at the point where first rounders get fully guaranteed deals through year four. And then once you get in the second round, you start to get pick by pick. A little bit less guarantees start coming off. And what Brad was highlighting was last year that cutoff was at 47. The 47th pick got full guarantees through year three. Jaquan Brisker was the first one at 48 who didn't get all that. Wow, and that's why that took a while because he was literally the first pick where, okay, that dropped off. So Javon Dexter being at 53 overall, that's where it's just sort of in that range. Where's that moving target? And uh, people like Brad who do such a good job of following this stuff way more than we do on a daily basis, um, they'll keep an eye on that. But, again, overall, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Always good to have your first-round pick locked up. Zach Pickens locked up. Um, but don't be surprised if Javon Dexter takes a little bit more. Yeah, that's it's super interesting, and it kind of ties into what Brodelicious is putting in the common train here, which is anyone watch the newest 1920 football drive video today? It makes me want hard knocks even more. And I'm perhaps, again, going slightly a bridge too far here, but they really – love Jervon Dexter in there and they need Jervon Dexter so does he have enough leverage to get the contract uh the money that you're talking about for that third year I think he does I mean look at where they're at they need that dude it's, yeah but the reality is is it's it's almost becomes more of just like an accounting thing where it's like where's the cutoff with the picks and if that cutoff is 48 then he's not is it always a clean cutoff and it's I don't know. I, yeah. I it's not like I sit there and analyze all the. That's why yeah. Brad's the best at this stuff. Um, and so, I we'll see. It, it, it we, there's way more to worry about. Uh, Bears on Kawhi checking in. I don't know if he's hanging out with Nick right now. But uh, he is not. But he's giving us 19.99 to tell us this. So okay, let's, let's appreciate. Read it. 1999 Super Chat here. Enjoyed watching Nick's Kawaii Adventures on Instagram. Understand he was busy showing his lady friend a good time. Oh, well, he's got my number on Insta if the next vacationer wants to grab CHGO beers on Kawaii. Bad job by Nick. Bears on Kawaii. I I love Nick. Nick's a great guy. 
And also, Nick sucks for not having seen you out there. And when I get when I get a, when I get out there, Bears like, well, we're having all the cockies. We're hanging out, man. You, yeah. you you're doing life right. I want to meet you. And yeah, if Ho goes, a, at least a Starbucks meetup. I mean, what the hell, Nick? I, I yeah. mean, no, it's Kauai Beer Company. Yeah. You had to, if Nick. First of all, if Nick comes back and tells me he didn't go to Kauai Beer Company, that's a fail to begin with. And then it's just a perfect meetup. For our guy, Bears on Kauai. That's a huge disappointment. That's an F. Wow. Uh, Kev, this one's for you from Patrick Simmons. How can I work How for you? How can I work for you? You don't have to pay me. I like that. That was my pitch. I need done, right? <laughs> Lawrence? <laughs> that was Carm's pitch. That's good. Put me on the spot here. Got a lot of people who want to work, work for free here. I, uh. I have to figure out a big project, I guess. Patrick, know your value. I know you want to get your foot in the door, but, you know. Um, If anybody wants to handle the Bears 100 board next year, you could do that. I'll offer that up. There we go. (laughs) How about Brandon with this beautiful doggy and his avatar? 499 says, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears will be the greatest show on grass. On that Bermuda grass. Let's go, Brandon. That's right. And the the brand new Arlington Heights grass. Can we see the... um, Can we make a bet on that right now? The jersey. Yeah. I, I yeah, let's talk do that. About this let's now. See so this, this was uh, I got tagged in this um, at the graphic god underscore <laughs> rise and shine graphic god. <laughs> well, this is pretty sweet. Regardless, he looks I mean, awesome. Shout I think out to the great. Photoshop skills uh, to begin with. What does but, that jersey look like college wise? Who is that? I mean, it just uh, looks like the Bears jersey. It looks Auburn. like it's Auburn, literally right? a Bears yeah. jersey, though. But yes, Auburn. I understand. But doesn't yeah. it look like Auburn. Well, with the stripes, with the helmet. Yes. I don't like the stripes. White helmet. I don't like the Bears logo on the side of the helmet. Okay. I would prefer. I like this better than the orange helmet. For those listening to the podcast, real quick, this is the polar bear concept, where it's white jersey white helmet and it's got the that actual bear logo on the side of the helmet with the uh rather than the c blue white orange white blue stripe which is something i have suggested and let me say this i uh, one of my favorite one of the things i appreciate most about george mccaskey is he is like a uniform geek he takes a lot of pride in the bears uniforms which he should the classic the the bear c is iconic um and he'll talk to you about this stuff. Yeah. And I have pitched this to him before where I've said, your alternate helmet, get the bear logo on it. It would be cool. It would be cool. And I th- and my understanding is he, he thinks a lot like you, Kevin. Dude, he is Quick not, pause. Quick what? pause. Hogue flex. He, to- he told George to put the bear on the helmet. Just, yeah. It's awesome. It. Keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I got told no. <laughs> Basically, come on. No, it was a fun conversation, and uh, I'll shout out to Pat Finley too, because Pat, Pat, and I always talk about uniforms, um, and and he he geeks out about it too. But the reality is that the George is not a big fan of the big logos on helmets, and a lot of them, like think about like the Tampa Bay Bucks uniform that I actually think that one's too big. Like I don't know why that needs to be that big. And so, and he sees all these college, we see all these college uniforms. Northwestern does it with the, 
with the big Wildcat alternate helmet that they have, which is not my favorite. I like the classic N. Final four. I just think that there's a, a small section of NFL teams that you just have to go very traditional and old school. Bears, Packers, Giants. When they had the Ditka game back in the day and they did like the leather helmet look, did you like that? Uh, when it was like just colors. Which one? Wasn't there like just... They, oh, like where they stripes? had like the... Yeah, like 1940s look. I, I like the throwbacks they have now, even though I hate the Michigan Wolverines. I mean, I know it's different than the winged helmet, but I, I like that because it's old school and it's a throwback. I like those. I don't have a problem with those. Yeah, I just... I really... I was not a fan of the orange helmets. I liked them. I don't like, well, I don't cool. like the orange jerseys. And then around here? It's behind you. Oh, it's behind yeah. me. Yeah. Right oh, it's I right don't there. like the orange helmets. I don't like the orange jerseys. I would much rather just kind of go traditional the entire time. Okay. How do you like, how do you like when the, the Sox and Cubs go a little bit more progressive with, with their concepts? Um, I, I mean, the South Side jerseys have been a huge hit. I'm actually not particularly the biggest fan of them. Not fit your big head? No, there's something. Well, it's not a real helmet. It's, it's not a real helmet, apparently. Gotta, but I think this, this helmet's sweet. I mean, it's you real. You don't like it's this helmet, just, really? Uh, I don't I, like, I like it as set decoration. It's a right. giant pumpkin. Yeah. There we go. It's it's the same thing. I'm not a fan of the Badger's red helmets, and I have one in my background at home. With Bucky on the side? It's No, just with the W. I've only worn them a few times. Yeah, I... I, I just think if you're going to go alternate, um, look, at the, if we can go back to that picture, the the bear on that helmet is not huge. It's not like it's oversized. It's, I think, that, it's, I think it's, that thing's awesome. That helmet's awesome. Good job by Graphic God there. Maybe it's the stripes I don't like. Maybe. I don't mind the stripes, though. Matt Nagy loved the stripes. I think that's a cool – that's a better look for one game – than the orange on orange. It just is. The orange on orange was too much. What about all white what, what? and a and a blue C? Would you like that? No. I could go for... The, I, I, think mean, that, I think that would work better. Remember they had the uh, white C a few years ago? They had the, the, the same blue helmets with a white C. Yeah. Because that like was that. also what, I don't know, 40s they had that look or something? Or 50s at one point? Mm-hmm. Why is Kevin Fishbane flexing on me in the chat saying the least surprising thing that I've heard in my time listening to CHO is that Carm likes the orange helmets? <laughs> Why is that? I don't, oh, Fishbane, that's amazing. It's a good, it's a good Fishbane drop in those. We're talking about Wildcats Final Four with Boo Booey coming back and Chase Audis about we to come back. We were not talking about that. I was in my head. Okay, you were doing a show, a separate show. You mentioned the Cats. I went right to Final Four. <laughs> Come on, Kev. We're going to be there, baby. Uh, what's wrong? But I don't like, what is this, a meathead take that I like the orange helmet? It's a carm take. It's a carm what take. What does Kevin think about the orange helmet? Uh, yeah, what is? what does? He's being quiet the about The fish band think about the orange helmet. Well, I'm talking helmet. about oh, me? The guy oh, yeah. on set. I, I don't like the orange helmets Oops. or the orange jerseys. Yeah. I don't okay. know why. I just don't. I don't but mind I do them like the separately. Orange, I don't like weird. them together. It's too yeah. much orange. I do like that you're a traditionalist because in general, like, Whatever, give me the Cubs pinstripe, white, old school, down the middle. Yeah. I like the Southside jerseys. I'm not a huge fan of the Wrigleyville jerseys. They say Wrigleyville on them, right? Yeah, that's a weird one. Uh, Do you know the Bears actually? I love I love the 83 White Sox jerseys. Herb was tweeting about that the other day. He doesn't like it. 
have to have a conversation with Herb to understand that one. I, I agree with Herb. I mean, I think the Sunday 83 thing is a little played out. You've got a rich jersey tradition with the White Sox. Change it up. But the 83 Sox, man. <laughs> Winning ugly. I think those are the... Those are the best jer- You know which ones I want them to eat? I want them to go to 89. Those are great. Those are great. Those yeah. should be alternate. Do you know the Bears actually sell white Bears helmets on their there you go. actual shop? It does say 65% off clearance on there. <laughs> well, that's also a mini one. There's one signed by Dick Buckus, so that costs like 100 and... I don't know. Doug Van Doren says, for me, the monsters of the Midway should not look like they just escaped from a cream skull factory. Grumble, grumble. <laughs> Is that in reference to the orange ones? That is the orange, yes. Yeah. That would be yeah, cream yeah. skull. Delicious, no. delicious I mean, treats. if you wear all white, you look like ice cream men. Mm-hmm. I don't know. White on white on white's pretty fresh. I agree. Uh, but th- that's the thing, like, let's not get, let's not be old man on the lawn thing here. Like, where's, uh, like. Yeah, all, all white's a, a throwback to, like, Gale Sayers, which is cool. So I, I do like that. I was at Marshall's yesterday looking to buy a scorebook for our, for our team because I wanted to be the ultra repair manager. They didn't is have that one. Where, Marshall's is where you'd go to find a Well, I scorebook? went to Dick's Sporting Goods, but they close at 8. Okay. And I was in the south, so I walked it. Before I headed back to Whole Foods where I parked my car illegally, I figured <laughs> I would stop at the Marshall's and see if there was a scorebook. And when I, I didn't find a scorebook, but I did find a 91 Dennis Rodman blue pinstripe Bulls jersey for 35 bucks that blue. looked pretty damn real. And I thought about buying it but like I'm not really a Rodman guy, I'm more of a Horace Grant guy, so I didn't buy it. But then there was a 23 <laughs> you have to be one or the other? Yes. Yes, in my mind you do because I'm a lunatic and that matters to me. Um <laughs> Got to be was a Luke Longley or a Bill Cartwright. No, but right the, yes, no. That's different. There's just something about Rodman that was just like bandwagony to me that John Paxson or Ron Harper like Ron Harper. <sighs> Take me back. Who Nick still does not know. <sighs> Blue pinstripes? That's what, what? It was a cool looking jersey. I think I might buy it. I you got to be a Will Purdue or a Bill Wennington guy. Ch- Chat, should I get the Rodman jersey and wear it tomorrow? I mean, you should, you should so get it for us, for Big Dave, for and Matt the, And then you probably okay. got the softball and they handed you. For Victor yeah. Wenbanyama. Did they give you a scorebook there? Yeah, they did. Yeah. By the way, if yeah. you were really committed as a softball captain, you would get a CSGO softball team on the Game Changer app, and then that way we could follow along as the games are happening. So you can watch the box score? Is that what Game Changer does? Yeah. yeah so you get score updates. And then when parents can't go to games, they can see what their kids are doing. Would you actually watch and then that? It keeps, but more importantly, it keeps track of stats the whole season. Which is hard so to do. It's hard three to weeks do, from now yeah. when Herb's like, well, I'm a bad ninth, you could be like, dude, you're not carrying your weight. I batted Herb uh, at the bottom last night, and I was dead-ass wrong. Herb was our, was our best hitter last night. Yeah. Sounds like you had a terrible lineup, and you lost I, because of you. Yeah. Yeah, both on the field and my lineup. And perhaps put some people in the wrong position but look this is you know kev put me in the, kev put me out there you could what you can manage the white Sox. i need i needed I, to I, I, do, I do want to talk about softball here okay. i do okay we gotta uh okay. there was a super chat we need to address you have a read here too yeah. yeah why don't we do the read kev oh, okay take on the sun with gear built to last would have been hard last night because it was a 9 p.m start for softball so no no sunglasses last there night no but sunglasses the, the seven o'clock start uh, our friends at Shady Rays have us at CHO Softball covered for the warm weather ahead. Premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company, offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I was sporting them down in Florida over the weekend. There you go. Looking great. 
Uh, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If I lost or broke that pair down in Florida, they told us they would have sent me a brand new pair. Now, thankfully, they didn't have to do that, but that insurance was there. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofits across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact, from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. The Shady Rays team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season just in time for 80-degree days like today. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two-plus pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Shady Rays! I love you, Shady Rays. By the way, my guy Jay Lee bought three pairs, and he loves them. Nice. Gave one to his kid who's going up to Camp North Star, who is run by Andy Schlensky. Hashtag Jews in camp. <laughs> my guy. Is that an actual hashtag? Shady Rays is going to camp. Do you have any Russian philosophy you want to share with us on today's show? Vlad Dagopolov? <laughs> so my guy. Most random. Here's that super chat. Yeah. I can't Real quick it. for the super chat. I yeah. just there there has not been a more random moment in CHGO's <laughs> brief history than what you did yesterday on that show. <laughs> and nothing else has been more out of place in any show that I you've agree. ever had than but what you did yesterday. I completely agree, and I minorly apologize for it, but I actually I don't apologize at all. Vlad Dogopolov deserved all that. D O G O I don't Apolov. think that was the correct question. <laughs> Vlad Delgopolov is the man. All right. Four ninety nine from After Hours Luke. <laughs> Can we have the Chase Young conversation? What do you think of a potential trade and would it be good process to make a trade for Young? We have had the Chase Young conversation. I'm sure we're going to have it a million more times because people keep bringing this up. I appreciate the question, but... My answer is not going to change on this. If Chase Young is healthy, and if he has no issues off the field or anything like that, it makes zero sense for Washington to trade him because they would like to know if he's still really good at football like he used to be. If they're willing to trade him, that is a giant red flag. Because either he's not healthy or there's something else going on there. And in that case, it doesn't make sense for the Bears to trade for him. There's a Twitter feed called NFL Notifications that's got 11,000 followers. Which is not 110,000 followers, which is a count that you would believe around this stuff. It said the Bears have started to make calls to both free agents and other teams in the hopes of acquiring an edge rusher. GM Ryan Poles really values the insight of quarterback Justin Fields, who is said to be, quote, pounding the table for Chase Young, which was maybe the most ridiculous thing that I read on Twitter yesterday. Why would you even read it then? Because because I was entertained by it. Can you imagine Justin Fields pounding on any table? We need Chase Young. That's maybe the most (laughs) ridiculous thing I've ever heard. 
I, Ryan, I need Chase Young. How could you tweet that? Don't but you, like, if you're going to be probably, like a fake account that's got fake news, at least try to come up with a fake storyline that makes fake sense. But if it's parody, then who cares? Was it parody? I don't know. Was it parody? That I don't. Gary is saying something. it's a fake account. This is not real. It's clearly not. I, I, felt, I, mean, it's just I felt for clickbait dumb. yesterday. There's literally I, a tweet that says, former yeah. NFL wide receiver Brandon Marshall has said, if Rodgers asks, he will come back to the t- Jets as a tight end. Oops. Apparently, I shouldn't have believed NFL notifications. So you that's just a, pulled just, a brag. So this is you a just ba- bragged it. This is a, no, no, no. I didn't brag it because Bra- no, no. Bragg's thought that Darn- David Montgomery was on As this. Matt Nagy says in our chat, who makes fake accounts? <laughs> <laughs> Nagy, so, you're great. So I fell for clickbait yesterday morning. I think a lot of other Bears fans did. It was something like, we had no idea how serious the character concerns with Darnell Wright were. So I clicked through, and the story was about, oh, Darnell Wright put on 20 pounds during the pandemic. And I said, if putting on weight during the pandemic has, you know, is character concerns, a whole hell a lot of us have character concerns. Because you can't tag Darnell Wright and say, oh, you put on 20 pounds during a world-altering pandemic where you just had to sit and do nothing? A 20-year-old kid? Who cares? That's almost as absurd of what I just did. Absolutely. (laughs) Not quite, but... All right. You're allowed to have three and a half minutes to talk softball. Uh, Which, by the way, is all that this guy has thought about all morning. Well, Kevin wants to talk about this, so I don't know what you want to know. Well, okay, so uh, uh, the takeaway here is that the CHO softball team had their opener last night. Yep. I was unable to make it. Yep. Karma's acting manager. I'm kind of the Kenny Williams of the whole operation. This, you know, Sounds like a great, great. organization. So we're not great. <laughs> we didn't have a great record last year. So, I'm actually, I'm actually probably Tony LaRussa. And after this result last night, it looks like you're, you're Pedro Grafal. Well, I, you know what you actually just got me to is, like, because we were having a conversation a little bit about, like, who's good and who's not good and who's going to play where, and I, I, had, I had very strong feelings about it. And uh, so I'm almost kind of like Art Howe in Moneyball, and, and, you're, all, and, and, and you're Pitt. Well, I you, mean, I, I, you, my job is to put the players out of the field that you gave me and put them in the best positions to win. And so you should have looked at Herb and said, we're not selling jeans here. You're, you're batting in the third spot. Right. Well, you should have looked at your manager and realized that somebody should have told me that Herb could hit. Not, not, no, nobody Herb wasn't out there a lot last year. So. Nobody told me. You'd think that somebody would be like, hey, by the way, Herb's a good hitter. So you're going to find this out that the, the, the problem with our softball team is that our availability shifts because of what we do here. Um, you guys have been talking about this. And specifically, Carm taking over probably since January. I, I want to say it's the first time it we, came up. We, You're telling me that in all that time, you never asked who was good at what? I did. Now, how'd you not know Herb could hit? Because nobody said anything. That means you didn't ask. You're saying that you I, asked and no one said that. I walked around this office and asked people who can do what, where can you play. You would think that somebody would give a scouting report uh, and, and say, like, hey, one of your best hitters is Herb, and don't bat him 11th. But I did. I think there should have been I, I think there should have been some tryouts. There but I, I, been but, some but, 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 but everybody, like, first of all, like, 
message to all the recreational athletes up, don't ever complain about where you're hitting in the order. And everybody batted the same amount of times last night. So everybody got the same at-bats. We literally went through the order th- four times and everybody went over uh, three times and I went over three, which was embarrassing. But uh, we're we're going... I, I, things that I was surprised about last night. That league is competitive. There, are, there is is fairly intense out there. Uh, we are going to Kevin. We're going to be a competitive uh, softball team. I I just sounds like you were in the game last night. We were right there. We just you know we we gave up a, a bunch of extra outs and and then one grand slam and we didn't hit enough. But we will. So you're the White Sox. Kind of sort. I, I yeah. feel like Hogue is the Kelly Leak of this, and you have to figure out some way. To get him out on the field, you got to be the butter maker. Oh, I, would he be the Kelly Leak or the the Amanda Wurlitzer? Uh, I am very much ready for Hogue to join us at you any time. I'll fan. tell you exactly how. No, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, that that reference is yeah, over your head. It was going over my head there. Oh, I've sorry. actually that's on you, a never list of news? movies I've never actually seen. That oh, I you need to watch have. it. I know. Bad I know. News is amazing. Yeah. Don't look at me, Mister. I haven't seen the air. <laughs> okay, but. I think objectively, and nobody ever gives it credit, Bad News Bears is maybe, the original Bad News Bears is maybe the greatest sports movie of all time. I agree. It is so unbelievably yeah. good. If you look at the depth and the storyline and just the insanity of the whole thing, it is a phenomenal performance. Can we spoil the ending on a 50-year-old movie? Sure. And they, they don't win in the end. That's what makes it great. No, but they all get drunk with a bunch of 10-year-olds. It's, <laughs> right. it's incredible. <laughs> Buttermaker is one of the greatest characters of all time. Kelly Leak is baseball god. And uh, Tanner Boyle. T- Tanner is, you know. Shout out to Chico's Bail Bonds. Are they che- our sponsor I mean, yet? I mean, Chico's Bail Bonds. That's the sponsor of the, fight, of the baseball team. That's, that should be your softball sponsor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we've run out of time but, of softball talk. Yeah. So, yeah okay. Uh, so, you guys went across. Oh, yeah, we, a lot, man. We, <laughs> we're, 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 we're disappointed. That we, congratulations to Axios and my yeah. former uh, radio teammate, Justin Kaufman, and whatever ringer they brought out last night that hit that grand slam that definitely doesn't work for Axios, but that's okay. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're going to make accusations Axios. like that, then we need to go through our lineup. I, every, right. We were the, we did as this. far as I know, Axio Chicago is only two employees, Justin and Monica. <laughs> so uh, they have at the least whole softball team. No, you're 100 percent right. I should not have just said what I said because we not we had half of our team works here and half of our team didn't because that's how many people wanted to play from here last night. Well, if you'd like me to play, you can call Vernon Hills Community Baseball and have the entire Monday night schedule uh, for the next two months move to a different day. CHGO bails bonds. That's what I. <laughs> what if Carm takes over the Vernon Hills Little League team and you, you switch spots? I wouldn't do that to my son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. <laughs> have a great day. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Oh, no, tomorrow's Wednesday. Is that? Oh, yeah. Greg Braggs will be here Jeez. in studio on a Wednesday. Why doesn't Braggs play softball? Right. No, we're, he owes me uh, lunch, and I'm going to pay off my bet with you tomorrow since we're all paying off bets tomorrow. Ooh. Um, so there will be bourbon on set tomorrow. Nice. Um, but uh, upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> we're upgrading tomorrow. But... Uh, his buddy Zach Eady is 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 working out at one of the local health clubs. We're gonna to try to go run into him after the show after and pay up the lunch. So anybody else Why wants you get to get Zach on the show? Well, that's uh, maybe we'll try. Okay. 
Rise and shine, Zach Eady. See the bottom of Zach Eady's feet. <laughs> I will 1,000% wear my Fairly Dickinson shirt. <laughs> on the day Zach Eady's here. Ah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. I'm sure it'll be a fun one. See how get flattened. Love you, chat. <laughs>